All right, everyone, welcome to our true crime comedy podcast. Um, we just had one hell of an adventure to uh, get here. <laughs> to get in here. <laughs> um, I'm Sydney. I am Liberty. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and and we we're doing that yet. <laughs> I don't know if we were starting that yet. You paused, so I just jumped we're in. So, <laughs> that's what I was hoping for. We're so new. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> You're doing the best you can. We're sisters, and um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, we live halfway just... across the country from each other, so we thought it would be fun to get Do together weekly yeah. and talk about, a, talk about crime and murder. I want murder, you know, lovely yeah. dinner conversation. The casual, a nice Sunday, you know, conversation. Exactly. Um, so this is killer crime yeah. and sister time. It is. I feel like we should get a song at some point. We should. We should. Do that. Yeah. We'll see. Um, I know this is our first episode, you know, but go like follow or subscribe us or ever follow sub spotify works you know right rate review subscribe that'd be mm-hmm. ideal <laughs> we do have an instagram it's at yes. crime and sister time yeah. um, i think it yeah. might have accidentally made us a facebook when i <laughs> changed us to right. business. i mean if we have a facebook then that's sure awesome that too has one, yeah all right <laughs> we might i love that for us honestly um okay do you want to start or who do we want to go first um do you want to go first sure okay deal you go first then all right so this first episode by the way is killer kids kids who kill what have you Mm -hmm. um so yeah i did mitchell johnson Um, i hadn't either which is like so crazy because it is a school shooter and i mean yeah i know and he killed five people and injured 10 so it was just like amazing that i mean it kind of made me think like there's so many school shootings that this one is just we don't hear about all of them. Like, that's sad. Right. <laughs> like, it was just a blip on the radar, which yeah. is, like, really unfortunate. Yeah. Um, so, this... So, Mitchell Johnson was born on August 11th, 1984, making him 13 when he committed this, like, mass murder, which is absolutely horrifying. Oh, gosh. Um. Yeah, right? And he committed, he and his cousin committed this crime on March 24th, 1998. So it was shortly before Columbine, too, which is like, you know, when school shootings were prevalent or when they started to become prevalent. Yeah. Um, More noticed. Yeah, absolutely. So a little bit um, about this child. Um, He was born to Gretchen and Scott Johnson in Rochester, Minnesota. Um, They divorced when he was seven years old. And he and his brother moved to Arkansas with their mom. Um, 
in Arkansas, she was a prison guard and she ended up marrying an inmate. <laughs> Good way to go. Right? We love to right? men. <laughs> and I'm not sure if she married him like while he was in prison or what. Um, I got most of my information from Murderpedia um, mm-hmm. and they didn't say on there. So also shout out to Murderpedia because it was shout out to Murderpedia. Yep. Um, so yeah, she marries an inmate and Mitchell is said to have had a good relationship with his mom, step, step, yeah, I don't think the hangover is helping me speak right now. Um, but, oh, you sound like a robot. Is it better? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Which gonna go with the flow? <laughs> we'll just go with it. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> so he was said to have a really good relationship with his parents, his stepdad, and his brother. Um, and by adults, he was described as quiet and respectful, which, like, of fucking course, I feel like they're always described as quiet and respectful. yeah I mean it's not even respect I feel like it's not even respectful adults just say that because the kid doesn't talk (laughs) I feel like I feel like with murderers people are like oh my god I just like never saw it coming they were so like quiet and nice and you know yeah um so yeah they weren't talking about how they felt (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah they weren't gonna tell you they like to murder people for fun of yeah <laughs> just talks about that um but yeah so he was described as quiet and respectful by adults he even sang in the church choir because you know yeah he's a god's man too, right <laughs> he's a man of the lord man of the lord <laughs> um but him. As for fellow students, fellow students described him as a bully, um, and he told them that he wanted to be in gangs, he wanted to do drugs, and he had a lot of killing to do. So, I mean, I guess oh. he was killing people he wanted to murder. Oh, hell That's no. Not... Yeah, right? Like, red flag. That's also, like, not really what you expect. Like, when I think of a school shooter and the kid, and the kid at my school who threatened, I don't That's think of right. someone who was a bully or said they wanted to join gangs. I think of someone who, like, was completely isolated. And, like, right. they don't have friends and they are bullied. Right. Okay, but in all fairness, like, you know, back to Columbine like the Columbine shooters like every everyone likes to paint this narrative that they were bullied and like didn't have friends but they were actually just like normal high schoolers they went to dances like you know they had lives they had friends so I read somewhere that they were like neo-nazis or something yeah I think they were I don't know obviously just yeah bad kids yeah, don't go. But, that. <laughs> don't go. I am literally just going with the flow. I have yeah. no idea if what I'm saying is accurate. For legal reasons. 
Don't quote me on that. (laughs) (laughs) I am literally just talking out of my ass. Please recognize that. Thank you. My lawyer (laughs) is present. (laughs) She is not a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Not a lawyer. I cannot give legal advice. (laughs) You basically are, man. I will be graduated from law school in three months but I four months mm-hmm. when is May four months. <laughs> whenever it is <laughs> whenever whenever May is um oh my god I will then we're both gonna but, be graduating college in May I mean some sort of college school yeah yeah oh, but I graduate college that's right um when is your graduation that's a good fucking question. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Okay, um, back to our back story. To uh, apologize for our tangent, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like not really. Um, okay. That's what makes it. <laughs> That's what you signed up for, right? When you yeah. <laughs> side tangents when you talk exactly. about true crime and comedy. So. Okay. So anyway, he had a lot of killing to do, which is like awesome. Love it. Okay exactly what I want to hear from a 13 year old exactly who doesn't yeah so he also had a grudge against a teacher Shannon Wright um and at the time of the shooting he was facing charges for molesting a two-year-old when he was visiting his uncle's house in the summer of 1997 so he had a lot going on obviously Oh my um, god. Right? That's disgusting. Right? That's what I thought too. I was like how horrible of a human. I don't know. And I don't like say, I don't like saying that about kids because you know like for kids I feel like sometimes it's you know they just had a lot going on in their but- life and so they acted out through crime. But sometimes I think you're just pure evil. And, you know, this might be one of those cases because the two-year-old, like, that's, like, right. that's different. That's just gross. I know. I know. So the crime. Um, Mm -hmm. Mitchell and his cousin, Andrew Golden, he committed this crime with his cousin. That's like you know that would be like us hitting up like Lamina or Haley and being like, "Hey, you want to go cause some chaos?" Uh, um, <laughs> <so> much up. <sighs> okay, so they planned the attack for a month. So they thought for a month of you know it's clearly premeditated. They're going right. through and planning on how they're going to kill people. Um, so yeah. over that month. They stole hella weapons from Mitchell's stepdad's collection, which, if you remember, Mitchell's stepdad is a prior felon. So I need to know how he had weapons or if, like, those weren't laws yet. I don't know. But he had a lot of guns and he didn't miss seven of them, apparently, as they were stockpiling them. Oh, seven? Seven. Miss girl, that's like, a reasonable chunk from a felon. Like, you think if you're a felon, you're like watching over your guns because you're like, oh, I don't want anyone to like, you know, I don't want to get caught. 
right and like i don't know like did he have them legally or i don't i honestly don't know what's happening with that that's a whole other issue <laughs> that's a whole but other issue to unpack <laughs> the fact that you were missing seven weapons and you didn't even like bat an eye at it i don't know <sighs> um and second of all lock up your shit yeah. children should not have access to guns Unless they're, you know, like supervised hunting or whatever, like walk right. up your shit. It's not that yeah, hard. Like with an adult there. Yeah. And, and yeah, the kids should never be able to get access to it. Whatever. Exactly. So they stole seven weapons and over 2,000 rounds of ammunition. That's right? a lot. I'm like, that shit is expensive too. So how are you not noticing that 2,000 rounds of your ammo was missing? Oh, that makes no sense. No, right? That's what I thought. I'm glad I'm not the only one. So the night before, no. (laughs) So the night before the shooting, Mitchell and Andrew loaded up Andrew's mom's van Mm -hmm. with the weapons, snacks, stuffed animals, and camping supplies. Because after I commit mass murder. I also <laughs> like to snuggle with a teddy bear. <laughs> See, that just kind of makes me sad because it just reminds you, like, this is such a terrible situation, but they are children. Right. Like, That's what I was thinking, too. Like, they're clearly still kids. Like, um, they're, yeah. Ugh. Like, it's just, you know, snacks and teddy bears. Like, they're about to go murder people. It's just like they're kids. Like that's terrifying. Right. right. So yeah, they planned on getting away, you know, with the van right. and just like being on the lamb, you know, like just <sighs> yeah, I think that's that phrase. <laughs> being on the, on the loose. <laughs> on the loose. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> um the next morning they intentionally missed the bus. And they stole the van, obviously, and they parked it in the woods behind the schoolyard, um, which, as it was being described, um, it seemed like the woods were up on, like, this hill, and they went down on the hill, you know, so that they Easy. could. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, they hid the van in the woods so that they could get away, um, right. and that would be their getaway vehicle. So then Andrew, Mitchell's cousin, goes into the school and he pulls the fire alarm and then runs back to Mitchell, who has the weapons on the hill. And thinking it was just, you know, a run-of-the-mill fire drill, the parent or the teachers and the students start filing outside, you know, as you do for a fire drill. Right. And as as soon as they start exiting the building, Mitchell and Andrew began opening fire. So the shooting went on for five minutes. Um, and in that five minutes, right? Like five minutes, five minutes of just like pure terror for those poor babies, you know, like, so for five minutes, um, they just open fire on the people exiting the school because they think there's a fire drill. And in that time, five people were killed, four students and one teacher and 10 people were injured. Um, and I think it's really important to recognize the victims of these crimes because, you know, 
killers and rapists and stuff get a lot of notoriety for their actions and we hardly ever know the names of the victims so um the victims here were natalie brooks 11 paige herring 12 stephanie johnson 12 Brittany varner 11 and the teacher that mitchell had a grudge against um shannon wright 32 so like just babies i know right like you shouldn't have to send your kid to school and fear that they're gonna get you know shot at just going through a fire drill or whatever you know i know um so mitchell and andrew tried to run to the van to get away after they uh finished firing on the students and teachers um but the cops were able to catch them um right yeah so they caught them and held them for four months leading up to their trial um their trial happened on august 11th 1998 and they were tried for five counts of murder 10 counts of attempted murder and seven counts of illegal firearm possession um in the state of arkansas there the law was that if you were tried as a minor because you know that you can try minors as adults but if you're being tried as a minor they had a law that that you could only be held until you were 18 um and most states if you're tried as a minor you can be held until you're 21 so um the five counts of murder and the 10 counts of attempted murder were state charges and they were being tried as minors so they were only going to be held until 18 on those charges but thankfully the seven counts of illegal firearm possession were federal so um they were charged with those as minors but they were then able to be held until the age of 21 on those charges so and also this law in arkansas that made it so you could only hold them until they were 18 um got changed to 21 because so many people were pissed off at the kids yeah like mitchell was 13 and i think i think um andrew was 12 so like you know like they were only going to be in for five to six years and that just really made people mad oh yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so outraged citizens led um a change in the arkansas law making it so that they can minors People who were tried as minors could be held until the age of 21. So, and then um, at when they were found guilty of their charges, like, and while they were being held leading up to their trial to the media and to their parents, they were like cried and they asked, they acted like they were really sorry. And like, they asked for Bibles and priests to be brought in so that they could like talk with them and reflect. Um, but to the guards um, and fellow inmates, like guards were like, oh yeah, they slept and ate just fine. Like there was no outward signs of guilt and yeah and other inmates said that they actually bragged about the shooting that's like especially it's like psychopathic like right or psychotic i don't know exactly what you're doing it's it's something (laughs) yeah but it's you knowing exactly what you did wrong and like 
and recognizing it was wrong but not like feeling the effects of it i know like yeah and it's all yeah it's just like you don't have emotion towards it like they don't have any like you genuinely have to have no emotion to do that like Mm -hmm. and then like to fake that you have that emotion when you think it's appropriate you know yeah just uh, gross gross yeah it is that's that's Um, what comes to mind yeah absolutely um but they also bragged especially about the murder of the teacher shannon wright which mitchell said he had like a grudge against which is ridiculous because you're 13 years old like what's the worst she did not let you go out to recess so yeah what was this like middle school yeah like uh, seventh grade maybe (sighs) so mitchell was released on august 2005 August 11th, 2005, on his 21st birthday. Um, After his release, he was allowed to buy and own firearms, which, again, I'm just, like, really confused as to what Arkansas law was because I know now a lot of places, like, you know, felons can't even vote, which is a whole other issue, let alone own firearms. You know what I mean? Was he convicted? Was he a convicted felon as a minor? Because once you turn 18 or 21, doesn't that not show up on your record? You, it depends on the state, but additionally, it depends on if your records were sealed. I don't know how anyone would seal that. Like, I don't know how any judge in their right mind could, like, seal those. Right. Like, and I also think that, right and I also think that some like they won't let you seal them so I think that like, depending on your crime like they're you know, like mass murder <laughs> <laughs> yeah probably should um, be able to seal that <laughs> right right sorry <laughs> we're gonna make sure people are aware of that um but on January 1st 2007 he was arrested for a traffic traffic <laughs> traffic stop for possession and when they arrested him or when they stopped him he was found to be in possession of a firearm and and marijuana and so he was arrested then um they were in (laughs) yeah right so they were in mitchell's vehicle um but the other person the person someone else was driving and the person who was driving was another convicted murderer justin trammell um, who killed his father with a crossbow when he was 15 years old. Is yes. there like a is there like a Facebook group for these people? <laughs> Where are they fighting each other? I don't know. It's like killer kids, um, like dating app. Yeah, like <laughs> did you killer kids when you were under the age of 18? <laughs> killer kids I anonymous have a place for you. <laughs> yeah, okay. God, it's like AA, but for people who murder. <laughs> Murderers Anonymous. Murderers. Um, <laughs> and also with a crossbow, excuse me. <laughs> How creative. It's so creative. I'm scared. Uh, <laughs> John has a crossbow. 
well, you better watch out or your boyfriend <laughs> might murder you with it. Yeah. Except he won't be tried as a minor, so there's that. Yeah, he's an adult, so it's different. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, he got arrested at this time. And then he also got arrested, like, when he was, okay, I, uh, the timeline was fucky, so I'm not quite sure. But, right. So he was arrested at this time for the possession of a firearm and for marijuana. Mm. And then at, a, at some other time, he had been arrested for theft and drug possession. Um, so he received 12 years for the, for the uh, tr- possession of a firearm and marijuana. And then for the um, theft, it, it was identity fraud. Oh, we received six years for identity fraud. Um, so 18 years total by the state and four years um, by the feds because um, of the weapons and drugs. So he then had 22 years total, um, you know, in, after 2005. So. I bet they were really... this, happened, this happened 2007. Yeah. What? I bet they were really trying to like find shit to like keep him right. in. Like right. get I... this man back to jail. Yeah, I feel like also one, if you do a mass shooting, like people are kind of always gonna be rallying against you, but especially if you killed kids, like I Oh yeah. You know. So <sighs> um and then Andrew, Mitchell's cousin, was released on May 25th, 2007 at the age of 21. And as far as I know, he hasn't done anything else. Um, The murderpedia I read was about um, Mitchell, though, so it didn't really talk about Andrew as much. Um, And I think, you know, an important lesson from all of this, obviously there's only so much you can do if someone is truly bad in their heart but I think a lot of what we see here is like the need for rehabilitation in you know when people are incarcerated because he just kept returning and doing shitty things Mm -hmm. and I think that we want people who have been incarcerated to be able to come back out into the real world and do you know be productive members of society and do good you know and that clearly was not happening here so there's a fundamental flaw happening what I want to know and I'm like being most curious about is like was it all Mitchell's idea and Andrew just followed along is that why he's not causing any trouble now or was it like you know tandem or was Mitchell who genuinely, I don't believe, just from hearing how emotions, like, was this just, like, his idea now, like? Right. Yeah, I'm not, see, okay, so the thing that, like, makes me wonder whose idea it was is, like, even after it was over, they Mm. both didn't see, outwardly seem you know, at least to guards and other inmates who saw them regularly, they didn't yeah. actually seem 
you know, sorry or like okay. they had remorse of any kind. So it kind of makes me feel like it was a group, you know, like you know, it was both, both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Did they go to the same school or was it just Mitchell's school? No, they went to the same school. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna say if it was just Mitchell's school, that makes me think it's more his idea. If it was both of them then. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> I don't know, man. In conclusion men suck okay that's always the conclusion i agree (laughs) Uh, yeah you are not wrong (laughs) okay should i get into mine now yes let's get it let's get this this oh oh you sound like a robot you probably heard of but I mean, it's oh, not very talked about. Like, I couldn't find. Ma'am, you sound like a robot. Is it better now? <laughs> let's just uh, let the connection. Let's let the connection come back. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> the only like you sound better, but I'm just concerned because um, you're like moving slow. So I'm concerned it'll come back in full force if we like. Yes. Is it better? <laughs> um your voice is good your voice is good you are still being slow on the uh, okay. video video is fine if you can hear me then that's all that <laughs> right no totally i'm just worried about it following suit but yes let's get this right let's go okay so i just thought you know we should start this show off with a bang because this one's actually pretty interesting so this one is about cinnamon brown (gasps) oh my god yes yeah and so some backstory my aunt is was really good friends with this girl cinnamon brown um for i don't aunt laurie Aunt Lori was friends with Cinnamon Brown. They were like best friends. Like mom like met her. They like stayed the night at like Wait, what the fuck? These are things I did not know. What we talk about this all the time. That's what Girl, this book where is. Have based I been? On. <laughs> yeah. Aunt Lori's mentioned. Okay, so I know you I'm not sure you guys can't see me, of course, on the podcast, but this book by <laughs> Anne Rule. <laughs> she's like showing it. <laughs> If You Really Loved Me by Anne Rule is based on the murder that we're about to discuss. Um, It's actually pretty good. It's a little lengthy, I will say, but every Anne Rule book is. So, you know, the first, I'm about three, I'm about two thirds in. It's it's pretty good so far. Um, You guys, holy shit, I'm learning so many things. I'm like, I know. (laughs) Dumbstruck right now. Okay. So, a little bit of backstory. My aunt Lori was like best friends with this girl and another girl, but I don't remember her name. Um, so they were all three like best friends. Cinnamon Brown has stayed the night at um, my grandma's house, you know, like when my mom and my aunt were younger and yeah so like she was like pretty active in their lives. And also I asked Aunt Lori about it. She gave me some tea. So Oh my god, yes. So I'm excited. We love love insider scoop. Exactly. So um, this (laughs) story is so, I'm going to say it's so like all over the place. 
So I'm just going to kind of start. And if you have any questions or any things you think I need to fill in, just let me know. Right. I'm going to try my hardest, but I'm just like so shook right now that like, yeah, I'm enthralled already. All right, let's go. (laughs) Exactly. So a lot of my information came from this YouTube video, Murder with Friends. I mean, and the book, of course, because I've read the book, but Murder with Friends. And it's actually super interesting. They do like... 15 minute videos on like murders on youtube so oh, you know pretty cool fun. if you're interested okay. in like short little stuff right so cinnamon brown um i don't know much about her biological mom they mention her like slightly in the book but in my research that i did i didn't find a lot and i did not have time to reread the book just because i have worked every day this week so don't know much about the biological mom um so march so like the night of march 18th to the morning of march 19th of 1985 cinnamon brown um takes a gun not exactly sure where she gets the gun probably from her step probably from her dad so her biological dad lock Um, up your fucking guns anyway so she gets this gun (laughs) theme of the day facts and she <laughs> shoots her stepmom point blank two times while she's sleeping so Fuck. it's just and then they let police like can't find her so they find her in the doghouse in the backyard the next morning mm-hmm. um all hopped up on pills in a pool of vomit with a suicide note but she is not dead she is not dead pump her stomach get her back you know right everything's pretty hazy so her stepmom How old is she at this time 14 14 okay yeah so i just thought it'd be easy to just start off with the crime and then right. kind of just like work, yeah work, work back, back go forward yeah. because this is all over the fucking place so okay and then i just have a really quick question again sorry yes um Perfectly so fine. when was aunt Lori friends with her like from what age like around this time oh fuck for real yes so she moved in with her biological dad a little bit before this i think like I think within a year or two and aunt Lori knew her when she still lived with her mom because in the text she sent me like spilling the tea about the situation she remembers when cinnamon moved in with her crazy dad oh fuck okay yeah I'm just gonna say now we curse a lot so I mean obviously we're nearly halfway through this episode um (laughs) I apologize. I'm sure you can get the gist of that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so she found in the doghouse, um, vomit, drugs, stomach pumped. And in the beginning, they think this is a very, you know, case closed, like we're done. Because the suicide right. note says, I'm sorry, and I admit it. Right. So they all just think, oh, so Linda Brown, who is the stepmom, is 23 years old when she's murdered. And David Brown, who is the dad, is like 32. So there's a significant age difference. Yeah. 
the vibe I get from David, I will say now, is that he's always looking for the next best thing, whether it's in his business life or his personal life, you know, like the next youngest girl or like the next business deal, like very douchey businessman, like gross, like he is not a creepy of course not because they never are they just have this weird confidence out of nowhere like yeah, just because so, they have a penis yeah yeah he was just gross but he was rich and i don't want to say like multi-millionaire probably like millionaire like really high upper class but like on the cusp of that and rich okay so he so so Linda Brown and Patty are like you know pretty cute or whatever and um they Linda and Patty grew up sorry Patty I was like who is Patty (laughs) sorry Patty Brown um actually it's Patty Bailey is Linda's sister so you know they had a pretty significant age gap like we do right so Linda and Patty, when they move in with David, they Linda takes Patty with her because they grew up very poor. That's mm-hmm. how David hooked him in. He was like, I have money. Come live with me. Bring your sister. Right. So Linda Finally. brings. Yeah. yeah. Linda brings Patty. And, you know, they're all living as this big happy family. And then. Oh my God. I'm so- sorry, but like. If, if Will was like, you know, bring your sister to her, I'd be like, ew, no, you're creepy. <laughs> oh, she's a child. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> child. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, here, I mean, I get a little confused with the timeline just because, oh, I guess that makes sense. So, 23 years, <laughs> Linda's 23 years old and she gets murdered, right? Right. Um, and Patty is 17 at the time. So I guess this makes a little more sense. So David Ooh, started okay. grooming Linda when she was about 17, 18. And mm-hmm. he's in his late 20s. Yeah. And that's grooming. That's not a relationship to me. No, that's grooming. Yeah. If you, so, were, if you were like in your 20s and you're like, yes, I can have a relationship with a child. 16 year old like no that's not how this works yeah so cinnamon was living in a mobile outside of the house that i read in the book it was like a travel trailer that she like it was like either in the backyard or in the driveway um and she didn't live like inside the house her dad didn't let her live inside i'm not sure if it was let or if it was choice oh okay doesn't really okay. specify. Um, so I mean, I'd also outside. choose to live away from this fucking creep, too. So exactly. And, like, <laughs> she's living outside. Aunt Lori describes her as her dad making her distant and, like, isolating okay. her. Which reminds me of, like, an abusive boyfriend. How they cut you off from, like, your friends and your That's family. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. To make... To make them only dependent on him. Right. Because so, then they're like, you have nowhere else to go because all yeah. you do is talk to me. And yeah. All you do is do what I need you to do. So yeah. He so once Cinnamon moves in, he makes Cinnamon and Patty, because they kind of grow up as sisters, even though 
technically Patty is uh, Cinnamon's aunt. Right. But, you know, they're around the same age. They grow up as, like, sisters. And... Right. So he is, like, while Cinnamon moves in, he's, like, pitting them against each other to be, like, super competitive for his love and affection. So abusive and creepy. Yeah. So David is just saying it now this crazy master manipulator like of course in, yeah you know very of course you know like like the perfect abusive boyfriend husband like right. he is just crazy good at what he's doing and right he's doing this so that basically they will do whatever he want and i want to know i mean obviously he doesn't tell us but i want to know how long he was planning on like this whole plan just because you know like what a great way to start it you know like make them dependent on me right and we so will they have nowhere that. else to go yeah they have nowhere else to go so the night of march 18th david claims he left because you know the whole family was fighting they just had a bad day um so he was gone he wasn't there and he, oh, yeah like, that's what you should do after a fight yeah. you should just everyone just leave just, and not work it out yeah yeah so patty I'm linda sure. they're asleep in the house cinnamon okay. you know shoots her twice um she goes to jail and she's about she's in jail for about three years and has created a life you know she's in college like she's doing like classes and she's you know becoming right. better and yes, the queen. Police, yeah there's two detectives that were on this case from the beginning and they just keep bugging her they're like something is wrong with your confession they're like will you please just tell us what happened that night like right please. they're like something's off because a 14 year old doesn't just kill their stepmom and yeah yeah and you know the original motive they thought was like oh she's young and she's pretty and she's stealing all my dad's time and affection but they were like that just doesn't right. seem right with this situation considering she'd moved in not that long ago like this something just, is off something's right. off so they're bugging her they're bugging her they're nagging and she finally goes oh well i mean it wasn't really my idea and they were like excuse me like what do you mean it wasn't your idea <laughs> and she was like an idea was it then yeah and she was like oh well you know it was like my dad's idea so everyone so in the end literally everyone is in on this patty knew about it david knew about it you know like everyone was in on this so david convinced patty and cinnamon that Linda was going to have him murdered for his money if they didn't do something about it first. Yeah. He also... He even, like, yeah, he's well off. Well he doesn't off. even have that much money. It's not like, You're not that yeah. important. He <laughs> was like a computer. The way he got this money, he was like a computer tech entrepreneur and like... Oh, your sound is gone. Your sound is gone. Is it back? Um, yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're good now. <laughs> yeah, okay. Start over though. He was tech. Okay. 
Yeah, he's this tech computer entrepreneur. That's how he made his money. That's how he lured Linda and Patty to come move in with him. When they were pretty young, like, Patty was around, like, 10 or 11 when they moved in with him. So, like, they had been living with him for a while. Yeah. So he's been grooming her for so long. He had been molesting Patty since she was 11. (gasps) Yeah. So he also tells Patty, he goes, I will marry you and I will be with you if you help me, like, get rid of Linda. Like, kill your sister and I'll be with you. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, as this is, like, all coming out, they are now, Cinnamon's like, oh, my God. Like, I feel like she took a step back from the situation. And she's like, oh, my God. Like... I didn't do this for me. And another motive that um, he didn't, I don't think he told the kids was Linda had almost a million dollar life insurance policy out on her. Of course, it's always a life insurance <laughs> policy. It's always You're a, not allowed to take a life insurance, insurance policy out of me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pointing to Will. <laughs> told him he can't you better not. <laughs> <laughs> you did yeah on me oh that's right <laughs> he has one on me so if i die you know who did it <laughs> exactly Ugh, gross <laughs> so they are from what okay so from what i re- re- saw also in my research and what i remember reading in the books it's been a couple months since i read the first half of the book they like right. Um, another way that Cinnamon also didn't really remember is just because of, like, she was on, he, he drugged her. He gave her all these drugs and told her to take them. Right. He tried to kill her so that she wouldn't talk, but she ended up, you know, throwing him up. And so the suicide. Right. Was, or Because that's what happens when you put your child out in a doghouse. Yeah. To kill them. So, exactly. So he's trying to cover his tracks this whole time. He thinks he killed Cinnamon. They find her alive outside. She's in jail. He told her before the murder, like, oh, you won't go to jail. Like, they don't send children to jail. Like, you'll be in a psychiatric hospital. Like, you know, like, they won't, you know, you'll be, you'll be out by the time you're 18. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he genuinely, like, something I saw was, like, some people, um, hypothesized that he that he like genuinely believed that like i don't think he knew that she was going so to just go to a prison. gross misunderstanding of how the legal system works he she got sentenced to 24 to life because she was tried as an adult right i believe so probably yeah because if she and was, it was tried Cal- as a juvenile she would have been out by you know whatever the california laws are whatever their law was yeah I know Washington is 21. Exactly. I never said location, but this was in uh, Anaheim, LA, that area, you know, that whole Mm -hmm. county. Um, Yeah, it's just so they, he's also visits Cinnamon this whole time. And so when she starts talking to the police, they have her wearing a wire to talk to her dad. So her dad is like... Yeah, he's, like, super wishy-washy and won't, like, fully admit to anything. 
But then right. they start kind of like, like you know, allegedly and stuff. They're like <laughs> harassing the fuck out of him at his home and like, you know, trying to get him to confess. Um, right. So also something I read in the book is like with the life insurance money, he spent the, another reason the cops kept going back to Cinnamon was he spends this lavishly. He buys a $350,000 house, you know, in the 90s, which is oh like pretty my good. Oh, God. Right. In cash. In cash. In cash. He's <laughs> buying. Yeah. He's buying. Well, her policy was almost a million dollars, it was like 900 something. And he's buying cars and like, you know, he's spending it very lavishly. Um, now that Patty is an adult, so a couple years later, he marries her. Right. Well, all of this while Cinnamon is in prison or jail, I don't know which one it was. Um, but she they're they're prison married. If it's 24 to life. Yeah, prison. And um they're um, married, they're Patty's living in the house. Oh my god. Yeah. And she knew that he killed her sister. Yes, because she was in on it too, because she knew she right. would get to marry. But as soon as, you know, he finds someone younger, she's out too. Right. right. Not, yeah, I'm not exactly sure. There's and not like, exactly like, you go first. Oh, I was just going to say, like, I understand that she was groomed and stuff, but like, at some point, when you're, you under- have to be like, when you're under that know, much emotional manipulation, who right. knows what he was telling her this whole time? Like, right, I guess, yeah. If he was able to convince them that Linda was going to kill him first, even though, like, that's your, like, if, I don't know, like, you know, like, if Will were to tell me, like, we have to kill Sydney, like, Sydney's going <laughs> to kill me, I would be like, what? Sydney can't kill anyone. <laughs> like, also call the cops. Like, what What yeah. do you mean? <laughs> what do you want me to do about it? <laughs> what do you think I am? <laughs> okay, and? <laughs> don't piss her off. <laughs> what did you do wrong? Yeah. Don't do murder-worthy things. <laughs> see it's always the man's fault let's be completely honest exactly yeah so sorry listeners but this is very slightly not man hating environment i want to say so yeah like i love my husband but also i don't like men i don't i don't know yeah (laughs) but at the same time you have to understand that when once you have so many bad experiences it's hard to like men (laughs) so yeah my problems exactly they're getting him to like slowly start you know like unrevealing the plan through these prison talks she's wearing a wire um i'm not exactly there's not exactly a lot of evidence behind this but i've seen i saw somewhere that um, I remember reading in the book first that he tried, so once Cinnamon was starting to say, like, this wasn't my plan, like, I didn't want to kill her, but he told me I right. had to because she was going to kill my dad, like, you know. Um, right. I would have been like, he dad, tr- call the cops. I know, like, <laughs> don't get murdered. <laughs> what? He tries to get Patty to then confess, and I'm pretty sure she, like, did or, like, tried to, and the cops were like, shut the fuck up. No, not like, you. <laughs> like, 
Really? So that was a, so that was a fucking lie. <laughs> really? So he either like tries to get her to, or she like actually does, and he like. Then once he starts getting more under fire, he then right. has like told someone or like tried to get like Patty killed. In prison? Oh no no no, Patty, not not cinnamon. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. She, like, oh, tries to that's get, smart. Like, when you're under investigation for murder, you should try and murder someone else. Yeah, Genius. you should try and like get her murdered. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, so you should hire a hit. Uh, you should hire a hitman. You should and like kill her. Yeah. <laughs> but like you know, Patty's family and everyone like they were like trying to. I I remember. Um, someone was like trying to reach out to her and like get her out of that house but david was like everyone who came by they were like they just want me from like our money like you know like they don't truly want to be here they don't want to help you they just want money they're just here for my money yeah not everything is about you david damn it literally and you know he's just such like a narcissist like this whole world evolves around him he gets this yeah he gets this million dollars and I don't remember the reason, but I'm curious as to why, you know, if he was so rich and loaded, why did he need this million? Like, did he just want it? Or, like... I feel like once you get to a certain point, you just keep wanting more money. You know? Yeah. That was a question I did not get Like, they're just stingy. Yeah. 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 It was just crazy. And so, they get him... Um, they find they do finally get him to confess. I'm not exactly sure like what year, but they get him arrested. The judge yeah. at his sentencing hearing goes, "You remind me like you are like Charles Manson, but the only difference Ooh. is you are you look normal." Like Ooh. he genuinely thought, and I genuinely think too, that David could probably manipulate almost anyone into doing what he wanted like he was able to get like a perfectly fine child to like murder right and now i'll read the text my aunt sent me so i texted her and i said do you happen to remember what cinnamon was like before everything so this is what my aunt said she was quiet and secretive she had a very soft childlike voice i didn't know very much about her home life But once she moved into her dad's place, she wasn't allowed to hang out as much. I remember hearing that their household on the wall had a locked wooden box around it. And we weren't allowed to have the number to her the house. So her dad was definitely trying to isolate her from her friends during the last couple months. Oh my gosh, that's so shitty. So I'm pretty sure she moved in with her dad not long before it happened. Do we know why she moved in with her dad? I don't I'm not exactly sure I can't remember if it told me in the book um I can always ask Aunt Lori and give an update but yeah so oh my god and there's two books in a lifetime movie based off this and all the reviews of everything say this is the most confusing murder I've ever (laughs) like right it's so convoluted so cinnamon out now Yes, Cinnamon. So Patty, I believe, I think, went to jail. She went to jail for a little bit too. Patty did. Oh my god. Oh so my god. Patty, okay. Yeah, Patty and Cinnamon are out, and David was in until he died. He died in 2014, behind bars. Okay. okay and good. you can like Where find. Like I'm pretty sure. Aunt, oh gosh, Aunt Lori said something to me. Um, 
You can find her on Facebook. Cinnamon? <laughs> yeah, she's Is she like... friends with Aunt Lori on Cinnamon? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what <laughs> I'm doing it right now. That's I need to so messed That's so messed up. Oh, does Aunt Lori not have Facebook? I don't think Aunt Lori has a Facebook. I don't think she does either. Damn. Wow. All right. Oh my gosh. I, I, found I, the, I know. We just went like silent as we're looking I for know. it. That's fucking ridiculous. I found the <laughs> memorial page for Linda. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. There's oh a lot God. of humans named Cinnamon Brown. I know. I was just thinking that. I am yeah. surprised by that. <laughs> I, this is the memorial page for my mother. I'm pretty sure. Oh my gosh. This is a memorial page from a mother, Linda Brown, who was murdered in March of 1985. This is a page for people to connect and discuss about the murder. Is that really made by Patty? Mother. 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 Did she have a child? Did I not see that? Are we sure it's like the right? Yeah, March of night March of 85. Huh. Did she have a child? I can't remember. I think she did. Now that I'm thinking about it. Or was... Or... Okay. Yeah. She had a seven-month-old baby when she was murdered. (gasps) Oh, no. That's sad. Yeah, I just found that page, too. (laughs) Wow. Yikes. Let me just double-check. Okay. What are you checking? If Patty had a kid with him, too. Oh, gross. Okay, yeah. I'm pretty sure they might have <laughs> have a child. Oh yeah. my gosh. People need to stop having sex with murderers. I know. <laughs> That's crazy. They Did were they? both... Okay, so I found some more information from the Los Angeles Times. Um, okay. Oh my gosh. In her testimony patty bailey was finally able to in quotes keep david for herself she testified the couple lived together in anaheim hills until their joint arrest in september of 88 have a two-year-old daughter when they were arrested arrested oh my gosh so how long was cinnamon in prison for she was only in prison for like three, three and a half years. Oh, okay. Before okay. she finally started talking. Yeah, no, it wasn't a crazy amount of time. Right. This article yeah. from 1990 says um, at age 15, she and her brother in law, so Patty and David, began having sex usually once a week Ew. while her sister was in the shower or out shopping. At 17, Bailey said she was so devoted to the man who gave her everything that she stood over her sister's bed one night in 85 in their Garden Grove home and pointed a loaded handgun at the sleeping woman prepared. (gasps) Oh, so she tried to do it first. She tried to do it first and couldn't, so they made Cinnamon do it. I 
did not see this article until now and I searched for like hours so I apologize for just finding new information at this moment <laughs> folks but You're I have literally with us <laughs> yeah so pointed a loaded handgun at the sleeping woman prepared to shoot her to death but she said she couldn't do it oh but a month later they got cinnamon to do it so this was a month before oh my god this was February of 85 when Patty tried to kill her sister oh my god yeah that's crazy wow yeah that poor girl after so the wife the life insurance policy on linda was eight hundred and thirty-five thousand. wow that's ridiculous yeah they yeah she describes her old life as poverty ridden riverside home because of problems with an alcoholic mother and a brother who'd molested her so that's why linda and patty were so quick to move out Uh, okay and they were looking for someone to take care of them and he was everything she said of brown he was warm he was loving he was sensitive when i needed someone oh gosh gross well i think the lesson here is don't trust anyone who takes out a life insurance policy on you so, listen to the, um, yeah, listen to this. I'll Bailey be keeping my cons- eye on Will. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Bailey conceded, so Patty said that she was confused yeah. about the idea of having sex with her sister's husband, but said David Brown never forced her. After but- her experience with her own brother, she said, I just thought that's the way it went in a normal house. Ew! Oh, that's so gross. That yeah. so gross. Yeah, wow. and that they and he convinced them that they had to kill Linda to protect David. No. This article no. is from during his and Pat and Patty's trial. That's crazy. So oh, in the okay. 90s. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. But yeah, so That's ridiculous. Crazy. Wow, but Patty I know. But Patty and what's her face are Cinnamon are both out and David is dead right wow i mean at least he abused her out you know exactly but yeah i think they live normal lives um pretty sure cinnamon has two kids oh good for her um i I do believe she's a widow though oh that sucks yes it is sad but yes well i'm glad she's able to lead a normal life after that abuse and manipulation I know, like, I feel terrible. Like, that's a certain situation that was, like, you know, she did it, but I don't believe it's her, f- <laughs> her fault. Right. Right. Yeah. I think if you're manipulated and abused into something like that, it's, it's different, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's all over the place. It's insane. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, okay. First episode in the books. We did it. We um, did it. You know. Thanks for listening, guys. And um, I don't know. This is our first time signing off, so I don't have a cute, catchy phrase. Um, exactly. I will again say, don't trust anyone who takes out a life insurance policy on you. Yep. And... That is. Lock up your guns <laughs> and don't trust lock, people who are crazy. Lock up your guns. Yeah, lock up your guns and don't trust anyone who takes out a life insurance policy on you. There you go. Yep, lessons right. learned from today. See, we are inf- <laughs> we are informative. We are helping. We are making an impact. <laughs> All, right. Exactly. All right. Well, do we want to? How do we gonna say bye? Do we want to say it at the same time or? Yeah. 
Yeah. Just be like, bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>